0: hello we are the dungeon boys we are a live play over the internet dungeons and dragons podcast that's in a fun homebrew science fiction world basically we're seven friends telling a story dungeons and dragons style this podcast is 1000 percent for adults because we all say
1: Fuck.
2: i refuse to participate in this anymore
0: Content warnings can always be found in the episode description, and you can hang out with us on all social media. We are at the Dungeon Boys, spelled B-O-I-Z.
1: Because we're quirky like that.
0: But with that, let's go ahead and introduce the boys. Boys, your prompt today is, what is your character the most envious about regarding anyone else in the party?
3: Hey everyone, I'm Dylan. I play Temple, the Warforged Monk, on Stardust Echoes, our first campaign for the Dungeon Boys. And one thing that I think Temple is the most envious of, of all the other players, probably one, he, I think he wants to know what it's like to pee. I think he's he's never, like, he, he wants for nothing, but he is curious what it's like. Well, he found out in that dream sequence we had. He doesn't remember that, but it is stuck in his subconscious. That is true.
0: <laughs> I like that. Oh, yeah. If you're part of our Patreon, you got a wonderful uh, a wonderful dream sequence coming on where some of the boys switched
4: bodies. <laughs> so go subscribe. Smash that subscribe
5: button. Ten points to guess whoever didn't switch. It's <laughs> exactly who you think. <laughs>
6: Hi guys, my name's Ellie. I play Pants, the Artificer Cobalt, on our campaign Starbust. Star Ba Dust. dust Stardust. <laughs> Stardust Echoes. <laughs> um I <laughs> I think um Pants who Pants is envious of um if the group is Porash, cause he's a real big dinosaur dragon. <laughs> Ed pants probably wants to be real big too like that. Aww.
1: we a big dinosaur.
6: But we like you, Whittle. Whittle Whittle. Whittle. Whittle Whittle guy. <laughs> whittle Whittle. But can you guys imagine like a really big giant buff pants but with the same personality? Buff
1: pants. It's fucking hilarious.
2: It's fucking
6: terrifying. Okay, well now I have to make that a spell So <laughs> simple. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it. just see,
2: there is a spell like that. It's called enlarge. Oh
0: Yeah. yeah.
5: <laughs>
3: 18-foot-tall pants. Hell yeah.
2: Hell
5: yeah. <laughs> hey, what's up, guys?
1: What's...
4: What? <laughs> Hang on, I got my cords.
1: <laughs> what is going on, you assholes and Aarakocras? It is me, your boy Grant. Jesus. <laughs> I play your golden board barbarian, Katal Tarash. and I would have to say Torash is big and strong and scary to some people. He is most envious of those that have a companion oh he like you know he likes the idea of Grayson having Azeron he likes the idea of Valen having Sir Charles pants with Fidget and then Six with the Inferno Jones so he would definitely like to have a a little companion maybe a little fire breathing dragon as well or hopefully he can find
0: one somewhere down the road thank you for adding that to what the DM needs to include
4: yeah hint hint DM What's up, everyone? It's me, Lindsay, playing Six the Tabaxi Rogue in Stardust Echoes, and Six envies no one. <laughs> 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 <Yeah>. <laughs> But if she was going to envy anybody in this party, it would probably be Grayson, just because he has been allotted the the power of being in charge of everyone. I got the power.
1: And many monies.
4: And he has many monies and many weapons and she could could buy a lot of things with all that monies. Why don't you just marry him or something? I mean, what?
5: Ew, gro- ew boys, gross. Ew, boys, gross. No key. <laughs> <Yeah>. No kiss. <laughs> hey
2: everyone, it's Anthony. I play Grayson, the half elf ranger in the Dungeon Boys first campaign, stardust Echoes. Um, Grayson is not envious of anyone because he's rich, good looking, and has a dragon, and that's pretty fucking cool. So you know, he's kind of, he's kind of has it made.
4: What more do you need in life, you know?
2: Yeah.
1: uh, Very fair point. Yeah.
5: Whoever said said money can't buy you happiness?
1: Money absolutely can buy you happiness. (laughs) I've never seen anyone cry in a Ferrari.
5: Yay for capitalism.
4: (laughs) (laughs) In the internal words of Daniel Tosh, anybody who says money can't buy happiness doesn't have a wave runner.
5: What up, you wakers and warlocks?
4: Oh god! <laughs>
1: Not,
4: dude. Oh, oh, god. Dude.
6: Dude.
1: That's my line.
6: Uh, That's
5: my uh, line. Come on. <laughs> and then Valen was down the rest of the episode.
6: What
5: happened? <laughs> <laughs> um. Hey, everybody. Uh, Arland here, your winged, at tiefling warlock. And if there was anything. Uh, that or anyone that I'd be envious of if y'all are ready to get sad. <laughs> Valen is envious of Grayson because of the emotional support from his family. Aww. Precious. Aww,
1: that's sad.
5: How does it feel to be unloved, you little fucking
2: sad boy?
1: <laughs> hey, yeah, I love him.
0: And now, the Dungeon Boys proudly present episode 30 of Stardust echoes.
3: the last episode. The crew of Harper's Requiem continued to explore the black market in search of a way into the fighting pits. Professor Noxious, the strange tailor and dealer in viscera and chemicals, enjoyed their company. She gave the crew a riddle, whose answer was the password to the fighting pits. After some head scratching, the crew got their answer. She sold the crew a bag of holding and struck a deal. She would give Grayson a robe of stars, a powerful magical item, in exchange for three fresh body parts. Grayson agreed. With their shopping concluded, Temple, who was already drawing the attention of the shady patrons of the market, decided to make the most of the situation by performing his martial art for alms and information. Six, wary of the danger of drawing attention, attempted to stop the performance. Instead, Temple grabbed her hand and drew her into the dance, During the performance, they learned crucial information about what awaited them in the pits. Meanwhile, Grayson moved through the crowd and encountered Stoner yet again. In one swift motion, Grayson impulsively slipped the bag of holding over Stoner from head to foot, scooping him into the void where he would have ten minutes of air. Then, Grayson narrowly avoided two assassination attempts from an unknown assailant. In an attempt to get the crew back together and enter the pits, Valen flew into the air and caused a great magical distraction. Temple and Six wrapped up their performance, having just collected tips from the crowd, regrouped with the others, and though Pants was still missing, they had no choice but to say the password at the base of the three statues and enter the pits. The crew grabbed a table, ordered drinks, and attempted to bribe a bartender to add the Harper's Requiem to the list of fighters for the evening in an attempt to win an audience with the boss of the black market, Nicaea. While they waited to see if their bribe was a success, religious fanatics spotted Temple and made their way eagerly toward him. Temple was accommodating to their strange obsession with him, but Valen kept up his guard. Before long, they departed and Six found that their bribed bartender was communicating with the other staff using Thieves' Cant, and so she learned that Phanton was the ringleader of this arena. Phanton entered the stage to savage cries and shouts from the crowd out for blood. She announced the first event, The Harper's Requiem will fight for their lives and for the enjoyment of Nicaea. The crowd hushed, quietly chanting Venom, Venom, as Nicaea, a beautiful Yuan-Ti, slithered into the mouth of the monstrous statue. Around her neck was what the crew was after, the key to the cannon. As Phanton set her stage and the crew prepared for combat, a blue metal streak soared from the rafters. It was Pants, with Fidget wrapped around him as a winged jetpack. Let the game begin.
0: You are in the fighting pits and you hear... (sighs) of a force field. As you look around, you notice that the force field has gaps in it. It's almost a birdcage that comes around you. That starts from this flower above and then goes to the ground. The gaps are so you can hear... The aggressive cheers which still fill your ears of Nicaea! Nicaea! And kill Kill them! them! Venom! These things. Also, there's laughing, hushed whispers underneath the sound, glasses clinking, and music pounding. But all of a sudden, as you're kind of looking around up at the flower and these force fields, you feel a cold, crisp feeling. graze your fingertips and your legs. Pants, it's probably up to your chin that you feel it. And there is a fog. And you know that classic fog machine smell? That's kind of what you're starting to smell as this mist creeps in. The lights change and it's a dark blue mixed with bright spotlights of teal. Dink, dink, dink. The teal hits all of you. As the mist swirls around your legs, the cold chill creeping up your spine. All of you have energy. I don't want to tell you how your character feels, but there is so much energy whether you're tense, afraid, excited. And as you look up at Fanton, you notice that the blue lights are coming from underneath her. So almost when someone holds a flashlight under their chin and you see the shadows creepily reflect backwards... That's the blue light that projects on her red hair as she looks down upon you. Corvell still laughing and zipping up his pants from when he pissed on you. And from that, you see Nicaea's finger hold up one finger, and this serpent, queen of this dark underworld, says, Begin! And Phanton just. Oh, I've been waiting for that. Are you ready? And the whole audience, yeah! Any last words for our eco terrorists of the night?
5: Valen flips her off.
6: We all flip her off. Come on.
5: <laughs> yeah, I, I, I extended. I extended slowly in like that. That very like movie montage, just expecting everybody else to do it too and join me. <laughs>
1: Toresh does that thing that pretty much what he did when first interacted with her. He just, just fucking just builds up this huge fireball in his mouth and just snorts out all this smoke that kind of like spreads out to like a small little area around him. Just,
4: <laughs> yeah, But doesn't say anything.
1: That's all he does. Six
4: wants to look at Fanton and say, we're not friends anymore, Fanton. <laughs> You've said that
0: to me like four times, darling. I'm sure I'll win your heart back.
4: I really mean it this time. You're a bitch. I really
0: mean it. (laughs) Well, you're about to die, so touche.
4: Well, if I get out of here, I'm going to kill you, too.
0: You're a huge bitch. Bear me with my favorite
4: hoops, babe. And she winks at you. I'm going to wear them. I'm going to steal them, and I'm going to wear them.
3: Temple's ignoring. Fenton walks uh, up to Grayson, lays a hand on his uh, shoulder, and says, just so that he can hear it, it was wise of you to not engage with her. Oh, you have something on your shirt. He spends a key point. And does a uh, flurry of blows. Uh, it's going to be two hands of healing. Oh, thank you.
5: <laughs> but
2: also, ow.
5: <laughs> Weirdly, ow, and also, thank you. <laughs> his hand turns into, like, just his knuckles, and it turns into a Theragun, and they're just like... He <laughs> 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 works that out in his, his right <laughs> shoulder. He goes... <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> Eleven points of healing. Love, sweet. Thank you. He kind of dusts off his shirt after, like... <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh what a sweetheart
2: Grayson Grayson puts his hand on temple's shoulder too and just says so only Temple can hear we're gonna survive this right we're going to kick so much ass <laughs> and then Grayson just does like the like the hell yeah man like punch to the shoulder and then just gets ready
1: <laughs> <laughs> dink, and as, dink. He, your metal? as he as he says that um how many Anthony if you don't mind what how many hit points do you have now? Yeah. Like total or like what I have right now? What do you have right now out of what you're full? 33 out of 43. Okay. So, as Temple says, we're going to kick so much ass, Taurus is going to walk up to the other side of Grayson and put his hand on his shoulder. And I'm, and I'm going to say to him, we're going to do it all together. And as I say that, I'm going to use all of my lay on hands pool and put Aww. five hit points into you. It's not much, but. Oh, was anyone else injured?
0: Wait, 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 wait! This is Torash's first spell as a paladin, guys. Oh my god! Woo!
5: Yeah, yeah!
0: yeah! casting magical boy. Way to pop
5: that paladin picture! Torash,
0: have you been keeping this a secret, or is this the first time the team's seen you use magic?
1: This is like the first time that anyone anyone in the group has seen me do magic.
0: Great! What's your magic look like?
1: So as he as he puts his hand on his shoulder, you just kind of see him grab the Bahamut. Uh, medallion that he has on his chest and you see a blue and silver light emanate from his right hand as he holds the medallion and it's just this kind of like sparkly blue and silver swirl that travels up, kind of up and around his arm and then travels into Grayson and just kind of fills the fills the wounds on his chest and arms or whatever. Hell yeah.
0: Damn, that's sick.
1: Grayson just looks up at Torash and says, when we survive this, we're gonna need to talk about what you just did. That's new.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Bahamut
1: is with us. This will go well. And he pulls out, pulls out his scimitar and it's just and he just kind of looks at it and just like, yeah, we got this.
5: Valen's going to turn back to everybody and look at them and be like, all right, guys, just like we've practiced. Like, assuming we've done practice runs. On just the like we've practiced. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Fenton snaps her fingers and there's a small door and the fog moves. But you don't really see what came out of it. And I need everyone to roll initiative. Let's go. Ah. Oh, my God. I rolled a natural 20. Uh, hey. I don't
6: know. Oh. <laughs> the DM does it. I don't get any fucking props. <laughs> when it's 20, it's scary. Grayson
2: also rolled a natural 20 for initiative.
6: Oh, nice. Nice. Rollies. Well,
2: I rolled 23 total. What'd you roll total, total Justine?
0: I don't know. I didn't open the monster manual like an idiot. So give me two seconds.
5: Oops. Valen rolled a three, so it's a four. <laughs> Goddamn, dude! Yeah,
0: ready for this. Uh, so I have a. I rolled a twenty-one. So Grayson, um, you'll be first.
3: Yeah. Doris rolled an eighteen. Temple rolled a twenty-one.
4: Pants rolled a twelve. Uh, six rolled an eight. Don't sound too upset. Let's see. Yeah, I mean it's not a four.
5: Would you like to use luck point? <laughs>
4: <laughs> no, I'm gonna save that shit. Sure. <laughs> Can't use it. I'm gonna save it.
0: You see the door open, and there's a hush among the crowd almost, murmuring. And the fog seems to quickly move, almost as if something's underneath it, but you don't see what it is. And we begin.
2: Cool. Grayson is just going to move 30 feet back from where that door opened.
0: As you start to walk backwards, Grayson, you hear...
4: (laughs) Oh, no.
2: Great. Cool. I don't want it. (laughs) Yeah, that's it. Gonna hold your action? Yeah, I mean, we can't see him, so I can't do anything.
0: So uh, the creature is now up. So you're all kind of looking around. Grayson's backing up. I'm assuming your gun's charging and Azeron's on your shoulder. Yeah. And you hear, you all hear the laugh. And you see this small gnome like creature, very, very small, with a blue shirt, brown belt around its pants, red leggings, brown boots, its nails are very long and dirty. It has sharp teeth pronounced over its lips and red eyes, and it goes Hee-haw! and
6: jumps up and goes and tries to slash at pants.
2: Oh, that's gross looking.
6: Um I have my shield up can I react to that? If it gets you. Oh. Does a six hit you pants? No, no.
0: I just say it to be an asshole. So yeah, this little guy (laughs) tries to jump up, pants goes back a little and he misses and he goes, boop, down underneath the fog again. I don't like it. I
4: don't like it.
0: (laughs) So Temple, you're up with Torash on deck.
3: Hmm. I think he's going to do what Grayson did and he's just going to fan out a bit. Um, I think I'm going to move further in towards the center of the room. And um, I think I'm going to use uh, dodge as an action just to be ready for... You're going to
0: hold your action?
3: Yeah, he's just going to be ready to dodge if something comes up out of the fog. Okay. Yeah, so he he stands hard- like hands out in a defensive stance and he just opens up his senses to listen around and uh, react to anything that jumps out.
0: Okay, Torash, you're up with pants on deck.
1: So what Torash is going to do is he's going to see fucking... Like squeak, jump up try and attack pants and jump back down so he's going to run into the area that he like 10 feet in and run to the area that he think he saw him jump down to and he's going to do two attacks with the scimitar speed and use his bonus action as the third attack Hell yeah. Swing and a swing and a swing, swing, swing. Does he have to roll disadvantage because we can't see him in the fog? Do I have to roll? Yeah, that's a good point. Do I have to roll with disadvantage? Yep. Okay. Sick. Um, so the first attack with disadvantage was still a 21. Dude! These the rolls. second attack to hit with disadvantage was a 16.
4: <laughs>
0: nice. That hits. Yes.
1: And then the third attack to hit with disadvantage is also a 16. God damn. God damn, dude. That all three hit. Hell yeah. Alright.
5: Swing away. <laughs>
0: Swing away.
1: So the first was a twelve points of damage. <laughs> Second was better. nine points of slashing damage. And the third was ten.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Smeared. Hey, Justine, if you're listening if you're listening once again, you piece of shit. Make your monsters harder. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Torresh is gonna see that the little the little gnome guy, you know, jumps up, attacks pants, and disappears into the fog. And he's going to run around, have the scimitar speed at him. And as he kind of goes to swing up, he feels the like the essence of of he's like more on edge. So as he goes, I'm just going to be get back here, you little pip squeak, And he's just going to go like slashing into the fog.
0: <laughs> yeah. As you splash, you feel your scimitar instantly connect with flesh. Mm-hmm. And you did three hits, right? Yeah, I landed all three. So you all see the first hit as the scimitar comes back up in the fog there is this small little red cap with the scimitar halfway through its neck being pulled up by the scimitar. And then as he kind of like the momentum hits the end, its head starts flying off. And then as he goes again, it splits its body between the legs and up through the neck. So then that part of its body cuts in half. So these three pieces are falling in the air. And as you're looking, this is happening so fast. As it starts to go back on down under, you notice the bodies are growing new limbs mm. and the head is growing feet. And then you hear three little laughs go...
1: <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Oh.
6: Uh. Enough with the head thing! <laughs> <laughs> so there's just one of those... Well, now there's more, but there was just one of those that we could see. There was one, and then as Tora started cutting it apart,
0: it became three...
3: Did we all see this?
0: Yes, everyone saw this happen. And you all heard the three giggles of like, yeah. Uh. So, Taurash, are you done?
1: Yes.
6: Pants, you're up with six on deck. Okay, Pants is watching. we just watch that happen. And he's like, fuck, there's three of them now. He takes that magic orb from the teller that he had from the circus. And he makes it into a giant, like, light. Mm. Which you can do... With magical tinkering, where I can, um, and it'll be like a five foot radius. Of light? Thing of light. So I roll that into the direction of where the gnomes had split. Ooh. Can we see them in the fog or is that, is the fog resistant to light? You couldn't.
3: That's really smart. Cuts through the fog. Yeah. hmm That's awesome.
0: I would like you to take a point of inspiration if you don't have it already. Very nice. That is awesome. She took the orb that she'd stolen from the teller and ca- magically tinkered it so it became a light. And as she tossed it into the fog, the the fog
6: still exists, but now you see three shadows in the fog mm-hmm. of where these creatures are. So well, that's an action, right? Correct. Okay. You're smart. Yeah, think. Now you guys can see them.
3: <laughs> yeah. Shed some light on the subject. Move. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
6: <laughs> Hance, do you want to move? Um, uh, no stay
4: there. Okay, Six, you're up with Valen on deck. Hey there, everybody. I've got a little sweet plan. If it doesn't fucking work, y'all just smack me back down to reality, okay?
2: Smack back to reality.
4: Okay. Does Six say this or are you Liz, Lindsay, are saying this? This is me as Lindsay saying it to you. <laughs> I'm going to move. I want to move um, next to... Torash, perfect. So now what I'm gonna do? Let me flavor this. She drops down, and yeah, she's slinking or crouching or shuffling. She slinks under the fog towards Torash. Ooh, that's cool. But she's next to Torash, and then I wanna, I wanna throw, I wanna throw both of my daggers at one time to hit. I want to hit both of the um, nearest gnomes.
0: I love this plan. If you're throwing something that's within five feet of you, it's a disadvantage. So if you throw at the two farthest gnomes, that's fine. If you just stabby,
4: then it's fine. Well, so then that's a great idea. Let's do that. Let's do the farther gnomes. Let's throw at the farthest gnomes. Okay. Uh, 17. That hits. Second boy is an
0: 18. Dude, nice.
4: That also hits. Okay, great. And then that I get um, sneak attack with that, right? Crack the window. Okay, so eight damage on one of them.
2: Plus sixteen sneak attack damage. Oh,
4: excuse what? me. Oh, so twenty. Yeah, plus sixteen. <laughs> twenty-four. What? Sixteen
5: to sneak Dude. attack. Oh,
2: God. So
4: twenty-four damage.
2: Oh, I love rogues so much.
4: <laughs> and then do it, and then I hit it again. So just eight for that one.
1: Oh, 32 points of damage Just like to attack. Yeah. Like, uh... But
4: wait, there's more.
1: But wait, there's more. Now... Are you trying to
2: use whales from the grave?
4: Yeah. Immediately after you deal your sneak attack damage to a creature on your turn, you can target a second creature that you can see within 30 feet of the first creature, and it takes 2d6.
2: But is that a bonus action? Nothing just
5: happens.
4: Isn't it a feat? Correct.
5: So you're essentially hitting all three creatures at once. Yeah. Wow.
4: Cool. Yes, that was my plan. Um, and so since I'm so close to him, can I to the little the littlest goblin. I'm gonna stare at him right in his face and my eyes do all white and glowy and then I start doing some Creepy summoner shit, and then I cast wheels through the grave on him. Ooh, does the smoke like t- smoke start to wrap around his neck almost? Yes, I love that. Or
5: well, the fog itself just starts turning into a hand. Yath, yes, bitch.
0: That's what I'm thinking. Like the fog starts to just like
4: encompass his neck. Six points of necrotic damage to the, the, the closest gnome. Fuck you, gnomes. So six <laughs> hits all three
0: gnomes and does, wait for it, 24. Plus eight. Plus six. She does 38 damage. Fuck yeah. Yay. For all you feel is fur. Brush your leg. And as you look down, you hear the first, and then, and you look up and small bobcat-like ears are weaving through the fog quicker than you thought possible. But as six perfectly execute these creatures, it seems they almost double and pop back up. <sighs> Jesus Christ. Oh,
4: no. Oh, I
6: fucking hate this. Okay, so the slash and dash thing is obviously not working, people.
3: <laughs> well, their shadows come alive, so what can we do?
6: All of you roll investigation.
0: Uh, Temple, Grayson, and Valen do it with disadvantage. Why? Because you're farther away from these guys, and there's a ton of fog.
1: Threshold at 10.
5: Well, then, damn.
0: Well, then, damn. Wait. Well, then, damn. <laughs> well, you just
5: said that the whole light, the whole area is like illuminated because of the pants has no the
0: pants has five five feet. Five That's feet. some
5: fucking bullshit.
0: Oh, he's pissed.
5: With disadvantage,
2: Grayson rolled a natural one. His original roll was a natural twenty. <laughs> just to
3: called that out. Oh, that's funny. Similarly, Temple's original was an 18, and with disadvantage, also a natural one. Hell yeah. Valens was
5: 19 originally, and now it's a fucking 11, so thanks. (laughs)
4: Chance rolled a 9. Six rolled a 16.
0: Okay, only six sees this. Six. As you look at this and your eyes narrow as these other ones appear, these copies and the originals, they still look very hurt. So even though these copies are popping up, they still have blood coming down their mouth. They all now have stab wounds. You can see that they they still look injured, even if they're copying. Got it. Almost, almost like this is a defense mechanism okay. to make a creature attacking these be like, uh oh, there's more. I should run away." But as you your eyes narrow, no one else in the group knows this. You can choose to tell
4: them or keep it to yourself. Okay. Okay, I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna tell Torash. Well, I pop up. Pop up from the fog.
1: Oh, oh Jesus Christ's sakes.
4: <laughs> Torash,
1: it's... I was wondering what the fuck that was.
4: Torash, it's me. Torash, it's <laughs> me. Torash, it's me.
1: Oh, God, you scared the shit out of me.
4: I know. We got three more little gnome creeps, but they look fucked up, too. So even when they multiply, I think they're still not doing great.
1: I'll keep that in mind.
4: I know, I know.
6: I'll just throw a stick of dynamite at him. Do it. Ready? Ready? Oh, God. And with that, Valen's up. (laughs) (laughs) You see go up the top. I love it. I love this
0: idea. Okay.
5: So, all right. Valen is going to do some things. (laughs) Valen's going to move 10 feet forward and then 20 feet up for my 30 feet of movement. Okay. And I imagine, like, it's like a run and then I swoop my wings to kind of push any extra fog out of the way. Oh, Ooh. That's what I was originally going to do before Pants did. <laughs> I was going to swoop in and bat my like, use my bonus action to actually move the fog so we can see it. As I'm doing that, I'm... I uh, Actually, no. So before I do that, I'm going to look at Grayson and kind of give him like a knowing look. Like, like kind of following my lead kind of thing. So I'm going to swoop in. As I get closer, the fog starts to move and I see there's more. Originally, he was going to go in and just, you know, blast him with his... Blasters as Eldritch Blast, right? But now that he sees that there are more than just the one that was there before, um, I'm going to go ahead and cast Fireball. So I'm, I'm targeting further back so it hits them, but not my team. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yep, I understand. And so that means everybody needs to make a dexterity saving throw in that, within that circle.
0: Not one of them made it.
5: Nice. Slick
1: shooting text.
4: Uh, yeah. Ewing. Ewing.
5: You hear that?
1: Sounds like a lot of damage.
5: <laughs> That's uh, thirty damage. <laughs> oh man! Yeah, good job. So if I play, I, I, I kind of fly up, and then I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna do something. I'm gonna look at. I'm gonna look right before I cast fireball. I'm gonna look at. Fenton, I'm gonna look at Fenton, and I'm gonna, and I'm gonna look at Fenton, and I'm gonna wink.
0: How dare you! And then my,
5: my left hand's gonna come up, and I'm just gonna pull it down like this, just, and then just fireballs just come down, and just berate that corner of the of the arena. Woo! <laughs> Amazing. People
3: like playing poker in that corner, fucking yeah. happy, yeah. <laughs> like super pleased with what's happening. Just singed.
0: Fireballs go through the mist, kind of. Blows away, and you see these fire bolts hit all these creatures one by one. And they all sizzle and are dead. Woo! Yeah! You
3: Yay. Hi. Hi. Hey,
4: Woo. way to go, demon guy! Yeah.
3: <laughs> God, everyone's rolling fucking crazy damage now. That's awesome. So,
4: was that 30 damage per gnome, or was that 30 yeah, damage per
3: gnome? Total? Yeah, per gnome.
4: Wow. 30 per no. Yeah. Yep.
3: <laughs> it's 8 D6.
2: It's,
4: it's, it's an area of an effect uh, spell. Amazing. Yeah, Jesus.
1: Mm-hmm. Fireball could fuck people up real quick.
4: <laughs> Holy fucking shit. So then I
5: started blasting.
1: Literally.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you hear half the crowd. Boo! Boo! No! No! Fuck this! And then the this! other half of the crowd going, oh hell yeah, I might get some money. Woo! I, I bet on those fucks ah. like all this, <laughs> these mixed responses and I see it gently hiss, hisses and the crowd th- goes back to the murmur and Fenton says well you know we had to make sure that they were at least capable of something right everyone uh, I can't believe that Six was able to even stab something with those piss stains on her fur I'm pretty impressed <laughs> Six just rolls her eyes well, it's time to mix things up and, and prevent, present a real challenge. I must ask, do any of you speak giant? You all kind of glance at each other and she goes, Wait, wait, I'm getting ahead of myself. We forgot about the flower. And everyone, yeah, the
6: crowd's like, well mm-hmm. They're not
0: really paying attention as much now. There's more drinking going on and gambling because, you know, there's not a monster trying to kill you. I'm going to go ahead and delete stuff off of the map, but please remember that in-game, in the world that you are in, there are little corpses on the ground. Oh, that's bad.
5: Oh, they don't come and clean those up? No. <laughs> <laughs> what that means is that there's like a lot of improvised weapons on the floor.
3: That's what I was thinking, too. Correct. It's <laughs>
5: tripping yeah. hazard.
4: Can, can Six just start picking up some gnomes and just chucking them at the force field. <laughs> <coughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> can pick, pick up one of their little red cap thingies off their head? Yep. Ooh, can Six take one of their little red caps and put it on? Yeah.
3: <laughs> Both of you.
0: <laughs> How big are they? They're just like your size. Okay, perfect. Whereas it would sit between Six's ears. Jesus. Fenton looks up the flower. You all look up. And I would like... Grayson to roll a d6 for me. Oh.
6: As I pick up the red cap, I also pick up that orb. Okay, cool.
2: Is it still glowing? It's still like a little glow orb?
6: Yeah, I think it'll st- it'll keep glowing. Yeah.
2: orb, if you will. A glorb.
6: A glorb.
0: <laughs>
2: a little glorbular. Three. I rolled a three.
0: Okay. This digital petal starts to fall down. It almost glitches and then as it's about to hit you, it stops and you all hear of snakes Uh, and uh. the fog starts to almost move from the opposite side of the arena and um you are kind of look at each other and you hear this hissing Mm -mm. and six snakes cobra's black cobras start to slither onto the field Mm -mm. and right then you also hear Mm -mm -mm -mm. And as these snakes start to slither, you look in that direction. You see from the darkness, there's another door and the door opens. First, you see a nose, a very large nose, then an arm. But the arm is at the same level as the nose. It's not making sense to you. Mm -mm. And... I'm going to reveal what starts to come out. Hell yeah. There is a giant hill giant head, blue veins pulsing with arms. One is arm is sewn to the left temple. The other arm is sewn to where the ear would be. And there are legs sewn onto the chin. And it almost is this Frankenstein type creature There are mechanical bits of like almost they almost look warforgy, like wires sticking out and gunk. Gunk gunk. This monstrosity comes out made I dying and it looks at you all and raises its fist. Yeah, this is the fucking worst thing (laughs) I've ever seen. Phantom says. We have to thank Doctor Noxious for our newest contestant in the fighting pits, and you all just heard the Everyone, roll initiative. Let's go. Oh,
6: can Pant have Fidget take a picture of it? <laughs> yeah, you can.
3: Taurus rolled a twelve. Uh, Valen rolled a sixteen. Temple rolled a twenty-one.
6: Pants rolled, a 16. rolled an eighteen. How do I do that at the same time? I don't know. Anthony? I don't know. <laughs> I really don't
5: know. <laughs> Every time when you get talk, it's always a fucking initial.
4: Six rolls a uh, 16. Wow. So you see dunk. Dunk. Ah! God,
0: that's a big motherfucker. <laughs> and so we begin these three snakes hiss and slither towards you. Yes. Temple, you're on deck as this huge monstrous hill giant frankenstein like creature slowly starts stomping its way towards the lot of you.
3: I assume they were popping their heads up a bit because they have trouble in the fog too? I'm correct. Okay, so it okay, was a pretty good idea where they are. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna move uh, in range... I'm going to do a flurry of blows and do one strike each on uh these two immediately adjacent to me. 24 to hit. That hits. Okay. So I do uh I just do a roll of punches uh to the snakes in front of me and I do uh 5 damage.
0: Start punching them. Two of them They just fall down dead. And the other one kind of cobra thing comes out and just with its fangs protruding out. You have killed two of the three snakes.
3: I'm going to use disengage for my action and use my movement to uh, head between uh, Valen, who I think is still up in the air, and uh, Pants and Six. That's my turn.
0: Grayson, you're up with the giant on deck.
2: Yeah, uh, I am going to uh, use my action... To cast protection from good and evil on myself. Okay. Because I just am going to assume that this thing is an apparition of some kind.
6: You're undead. Now it's my turn. Okay.
0: This monstrosity is up with the other group of snakes hissing excitedly next. Uh oh. Uh oh. And this giant kind of sees the fog moving as Grayson walks, and its eyes trail. And dog. <laughs> and. They kind of start boom, boom, boom. You feel the the floor almost shaking, and the lo- the roars of the crowd get louder. And it walks up right to where Valen is flying. This thing is very tall. Valen, you're only twenty feet in the air, so it's definitely it can. It's you're like right where its eyes are almost. It's huge, and it basically has this thing that I do at the beginning of my turn, where I can. Roll a d10, and we'll see what happens based on that d10. Okay, that's a four. So the giant makes one attack with its fist against every creature within its reach. If no other features are within its reach, the giant makes one fist attack against itself.
4: Oh. A big fucking dummy. So it goes up, and it looks at Valen, and just goes, Ugh! <laughs> and punches out at Valen. Justine doing the giant's voice is just everything I've ever wanted in my life. <laughs> Does a 10 hit, Valen? Uh,
5: 10 does not hit.
0: Done! It kind of goes to the side of your wings. Yeah. And then as it's uh, action, it like looks at its fist and then just opens its giant mouth and is going to try to bite you. Try to eat you?
2: Nom, nom, nom.
0: Does a 16 hit, Valen? Yes, it does. Okay. So it punch. It goes to punch you, you avoid it, and then it just goes, nom! and like tries to eat one of your wings. It happens to get it in your mouth. And that is going to be 3d6 plus 5. Oof. So 15 damage uh, to your wing, and that is piercing damage. Ah. Oh, shit. Yeah, wing. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and now, Valon your wing's almost crumpled. You're having to work even extra harder with your other wing to keep fighting. Um, and blood's starting to drip down. And we have the other snakes see the blood. Six, you're on deck. And they start to slither forward. They move towards Grayson, but don't quite get to him. But you can tell as they pop up to look, that is where they are
6: headed.
4: And now Six is up with pants on deck. Yes. Well, first of all, I'm going to start out with using a bonus action. Um, steady Aim. And I can give myself advantage on my next attack roll on my current turn. Awesome. And I haven't moved yet, but I'm not going to be able to move, which is totally fine with me. And what I would like to do is pull out of my packola one of the green mushrooms, one of the poisonous mushrooms. (laughs) Ooh! Yeah. Awesome. Take an arrow from my short bow and just kind of coat and encase a couple of uh, one of my arrows with the poison from the green arrow.
0: Yeah, you mash up this green mushroom and slither it all over your
6: metallic arrow.
4: Yes. Yes. And then I'm gonna... Um, kind of crouch down. Is there mist still? We still got mist? A little bit, yeah. Okay, I'm going to kind of crouch down in it so that um, big, the big giant guy doesn't see me. And then I'm going to shoot. Where do I want to go? He doesn't have a heart because he's just of head.
6: <laughs> <laughs> oh,
4: gross. I'm going to go for right between the eyeballs. Okay. So I get to roll twice, yeah? Because I used my bonus action of steady aim.
0: Correct.
4: oh fuck yeah okay so I initially rolled a 14 and then I rolled a 24 so I'm gonna go with that 24 does that hit absolutely <laughs> yay yeah. you hit that thing right between the fucking eyes and it's- no! oh no
2: oh
4: baby kick ass So oh, it's a 15 damage on big daddy
3: plus whatever the effect of the mushroom I think
4: Oh, yeah. Are we
0: are we saying that that's I would like to give you a point of inspiration for remembering the mushrooms since that was 100 years was ago.
3: It's awesome. mm, so good.
5: Yeah, literally a year ago.
4: <laughs> um, What do I how do I roll poison damage? Just you don't.
0: I just take disadvantage on my next attack with him.
4: Oh, OK, got it. With a creepy look on Six's face, she's going to just look at the snakes and hiss back at them.
0: Ooh, kitty hiss versus snake hiss.
4: Kitty hiss versus snake hiss.
0: Ah, you're doing whales from the grave. Pew! I always just think of it as your past lives, and to me, that's so cool.
4: So, uh, seven... Seven necrotic damage for the, the group of snakes. Okay, all three of them die.
1: Nice,
0: good one. So, six looks, eyes turning white again, and the snakes, somehow the, the mist swirls around them, and then they just fall flat and still.
6: Okay, great job. Thanks. Pants, you're up with Valen on deck. Pants has Fidget um, kind of cloak him again, and he has him move him 30 feet pretty much in between where the monsters and the snakes are uh, that just died, so he doesn't get in front. He's not behind Temple, Grayson. little me. Um, and as he's doing that, he takes out a flask of monster oil that he has collected in the past. Don't remember from which monster, but it's, he's got it. It was the one on the ship. Yeah, he collects some of it, um, hoping anyway, and he dumps it into Fidget. He's like, all right, Fidget, eat up. And he uh, dumps that into Fidget. Oh, my God. And Pants cast Grease um, underneath the, the monster.
3: The grease returns. <laughs>
6: <laughs> the grease, the butter! And then so, <laughs> Fidget, like, just, like, pukes it up. Baby birds it up, essentially. Bah. Um, all over, and it's 60 feet. I'm gonna do my dexterity saving throw. That was a 10. Dex is 14. So you
0: fall. So you see Fidget. <laughs> And then this giant goes,
6: no, and he (laughs) completely falls and he's prone. Uh, And then um, Pants yells over to um, Torash and goes, yo, Torash, this shit is flammable. FYI. (laughs) 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 And um, he has as a bonus action, he has fidget. Uh, jump up into or fly up into the air and do a force-empowered rend just down onto the monster while he's laying down prone.
0: Hell yeah. That's fucking sick.
6: Um, and he, so he goes uh, he uh, has Fidget just kind of like, you know, be heavy and metal and he goes okay, Fidget, fly! And then he goes okay, drop! <laughs> and 21 <laughs> Hell yeah. That hits. Ah, uh, damn. Five damage. Hey, man, it's better than zero. It's true. Yeah, Fidget comes down,
0: boom, on his nose, and he just goes, Ah, the
6: <laughs> Flammable, Torash! <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thanks, Pants. Valin, you're up with Torash on deck.
5: Okay, so, since he's so big, is it still disadvantage on ranged attacks? <laughs> yes. Even though he's big? Yes. Oh, it's dumb. Well, I'm gonna fucking, I guess I'm gonna do it anyways. Hearing Pants yell, you know, he's flammable, whatever. Uh, first thing I'm gonna do is I'm going to, uh, I'm just gonna cast a fire bolt. It's an attack, but I'm gonna, it's a rage attack? Yep. It's a, you hurl a moat of fire at the creature. Peace! So I guess I'm rolling a disadvantage. That is, uh, it's a 13. Okay. So you,
0: um, that does not hit the creature. So as you throw this down, it barely singes this creature's disgusting beard, but it does land in the
5: oil. Because ideally I wanted to hit him with it and then have the fire also ignite.
0: Yes. So you hit him, the fire ignites, the mist around you goes away. Because it kind of instantly is getting hot and the creature's just. No, I didn't, I didn't and he's starting <laughs> to burn oh, no. as he's laying there. Why do I feel
4: bad for this fucking guy?
5: Because he didn't ask for it. He's just a Frankenstein. I'm imagining stitches from. Wow.
4: Stitches. Yeah, he's like a big dumb baby.
5: So then does he start taking fire damage next turn? Next yes. round? Yes. With that, Valen is going to... Fucking my
0: monsters up.
5: Since he's prone now, I'm just going to go ahead and continue to fly higher up.
0: How high are you falling? Um, How high can I go? What's your movement?
5: 30 feet. I just wasn't sure if I could see how high the force field goes. Oh, it's
0: very, very high.
5: Okay, cool. I'm just going to make sure to get up another 25 feet. I'm uh, th- basically kind of getting out of reach if he gets up.
0: We have you up 45 feet high? Is that okay?
5: Yeah, 45 is perfect.
0: Okay. Torash, you're up with the last lonely snake on deck.
5: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Poor snake. Oh.
1: I, as Torash, am going to charge forward towards the big bad bastard. And I'm going to slice at him with my scimitar speed. And seeing the fact that he's prone, I gain advantage and I'm going to use my bonus action for all three attacks again. And so, therefore, I have advantage on all three attacks because he is prone. Nice. Thank God I have it because the first one was a natural one.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That doesn't hit. Just a heads
1: Uh, up. This first attack is a 28 to hit.
0: Woo. Fuck. Yeah, that
1: hits. Second attack is a 17 to hit.
0: That hits. (laughs)
1: And the third attack is a natural twenty. So, a 29 Ooh, hit.
5: fuck. <laughs> Burn! Hell yeah!
4: It it's okay. It hits. <laughs> I it.
1: Fuck yeah! So the first attack is seven points of damage. Second attack is twelve points of damage. Third, natural twenty critical. It was another eleven points of slicing, uh, slashing damage. Fuck yeah!
6: Cool. Oh, I love that fucking twenty-nine damage. Thank you. Woo-hoo. And it continues. Is, is there a thing for getting three thirties in it? <laughs> if anyone doesn't know, I'm flipping Ellie off in the camera. Just so you all
5: know,
3: I'm the demon of threes, Thir- thirties.
5: <laughs> oh, look at me, look at me. I have no power. <laughs> I'm sequential.
0: <laughs> okay, yeah, I'm about to you start slicing <laughs> at it and the <laughs> sinews of its body that are connecting these part these arms and legs and things start to unravel with your scimitar of speed and one Ooh. arm Ooh. boom 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 falls off and now it its blood's squirting out of the side of its temple where that arm was stitched to it and it's just like
6: Aah!
0: this last little snake hisses He's all alone. There's no one here besides him. And he slithers up to Grayson. And he this is the first time they've actually done anything besides die. <laughs> and this little snaky snake tries to bite at Grayson's boot. Does a 10 hit?
1: No.
4: <laughs> Crush his head.
1: Just stomp on it.
4: Yeah, dude, just curb stomp him. <laughs> That's the end of the snake's turn. It tries to bite your boot. Grayson just
0: moves his leg. And yeah. the snake's like... And Phantons like, this will simply not do. Uh, claps her hands and another petal. God damn it. Starts to come off of the flower. Uh, Sir, so someone, can you roll a d6 for me?
2: Uh-oh. Yeah, dog.
0: You got them into this mess. You're going to be responsible for the rolls.
2: Phantom's going to die after this. It doesn't matter.
0: I love her so much, though.
2: I do not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a two.
0: Okay, so it's the two. The petal lands it digitally glitches out, and there are lights, uh, mechanical lights under the ground that start to pulse towards the weird monstrosity you're fighting. Pulse, pulse, and he, good, good. He grows a little bit bigger. This creature now has fifteen hit points added to him.
1: Ah, uh. boy. Okay, that's fine. Time for me to take
2: them back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. fifteen. <laughs> we can we can do that in half a round.
0: Uh, yeah, basically. <laughs> Temple, you're up with Grayson on deck.
3: Okey dokey. Oh, Grayson, let me get that for <laughs> you. Uh, rolls a fifteen with his uh, quarterstaff.
0: Yep, you did it. Two hand
3: <laughs> strike uh, five damage.
0: It's dead. Nice. nice.
3: He's going to move. Going to move up to the giant, which is boosted, but I think still prone, right?
0: Yeah, it's laying in a greasy puddle that's on fire, going, no! And its arm is off, and there's blood shooting out of its temple.
3: Lay a hand on uh, Grayson, and um, you know, just give him kind of an an affirmative nod um, as the help action.
0: Jazz it. Jazz it, Grayson.
3: Um, So, is is it my turn, then? It can be. We'll transition. So, what did you have in mind? Yeah.
2: So, uh, since this thing is prone, I'm going to take out my, uh, short swords, combine them into the long sword, uh, of hard light, uh, and go up to melee attack it. So, while all of this is happening, this thing's lying prone, Temple calculating, sees the opening,
3: and just goes like, Grayson, go, and just pushes him
0: forward That's cool. Uh,
3: into the opening to attack him. I like that. Yeah, yeah, okay, cool. So, yeah, um, yeah, so Temple, Temple crushes the snake. Pat's, uh, Grayson on the back. Are you ready? I'm ready. That's cool! Sling his arm around Grayson's arm like he did with Six when they were doing their dance. And he twirls him and fucking throws Grayson (laughs) up into the air. Hell
4: yeah. Fuck yeah. Hell yeah.
3: And I am going to
2: swing at it with advantage.
6: Swing at it!
2: Uh, Grayson rolled a 24 to hit.
0: That fucking hits. Nice.
2: Yeah. Uh... (laughs) So Grayson, flying at this thing, raises his long sword made out of hard light, uh, and then Azeron starts crackling with electricity, and then the sword starts crackling with electricity, and I'm just going to bring this sword to you handed down on this thing. Nine points of slashing damage, plus I think it's a d6 of lightning damage, we'll only make sure. <laughs> uh, For an extra six lightning damage. Nice.
4: Yay
0: and as you come down and it sinks into its flesh, you hear from above you on the platform, God damn it! And Phanton is losing her composure.
3: The power
2: of friendship.
6: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, power of friendship. the power of
2: friendship.
6: It's called the power of friendship. Doki doki. <laughs> doki doki. power of <laughs> friendship. <and everything. laughs> Arigato. Arigato. Anything else, my friend?
2: I'm looking to see if I have any cool bonus actions, but no. No, that's that's good. I feel good about that.
0: Do you look up at Phantom when she starts to lose her shit? No. Nah. Oh, okay. You're still ignoring the shit out of her. Yeah,
2: absolutely not. Okay. To me, she does not exist.
0: Yeah, she's a bitch. Uh, the giant is up with six on deck.
4: Yay! So he
0: uh, uses one arm. He's kind of slipping on the grease. Uh-huh. Gets up. Dun, dun. Fidget is like flying right at him. He looks up at Valen looks at fidget, kind of like starts to swipe, and I'm going to roll my d10 to see what uh, I get. Okay, that's two. So, the giant makes three attacks with its fist against one random target within each range. If no other creatures are within its range, the giant flies into a rage and gains advantage on all attack rolls until the end of the turn. So I have three people definitely right next to me. So three fist attacks... That's a natural 20 Ooh, for the first boy. one, and that was uh, aimed at Pants. Uh-oh. So Pants is a 28 hit. 19. Yeah. It hits, yeah. Okay. 3d8 plus 5 doubled. That's a lot of rolls. Oh my god, if I kill Pants, the whole world will riot. I just want to. <laughs> I, I, I
5: wish I could. Uh.
6: 51 points of
0: damage.
5: So can I I, d-
6: I only have 39 39 health left. What, Valen?
5: Will God allow me to do something?
0: It depends on what it is. Probably not.
5: Cuz I imagine
0: that Cuz you have to move you're you're way up high and I'm not going to let you do any movement cuz it's not your turn. I'm dead. <laughs> I'm dead. Well, Hold on. You're you're down. You're not dead. I died. I think. But if you're casting some kind of s- saving spell, I need to hear your logic.
5: It also needs to be a reaction to do it. Yeah. It would be a reaction to that. I know I know I'm not I'm not physically getting attacked.
0: It has to say reaction as is oh, what no, no, I'm no, saying, no, 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 in your no, 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 spell. Yeah,
5: yeah. Um no, I was just trying to do this as like a a thing for to help to help to help Pants cuz Pants is my buddy. Let's
0: commend Arlen though for always trying to save Pants. <laughs> <laughs> he does. <laughs> yeah, you every time you like fly him away or something.
5: Pants is my buddy. I want to I have, like, this innate urge to fucking save him. This is how the story went. He got walloped. I want to use my misty step feet. Yeah, you can't do it, man. I, I just want to get in the way of the punch and take it for him. You can't. I know. I know. I know <laughs> I can't. I know I can't. That's not how it works.
0: So you all watch as this giant comes down with his fist, and when the fist raises, Pants is unconscious on the floor blood trickling from both nostrils and Fidget is panicking arr, arr, squawking fuck, fuck, fuck <laughs> and its claws are trying to pull at Pants and then you see the magic that connected them kind of going out and fuck, fuck. so then he's just, he's starting to Fur, but he's still working the fog almost clears around Pants' limp body the giant's head Still spurting blood seems to slow down as it looks ginormously down at this tiny blue kobold. Oh. Valon, frantically flapping wings, looking down at Pants Fall, turns into a steep nosedive. Grayson almost lowers his rifle, but Azeron's snout almost pulls it back up. Six bears feline teeth hisses and slinks into the fog Torash, a guttural fiery roar starts to part in his chest and Temple Temple sees his pants fall and that is Goyer, we're going to end the session
1: oh my god great fucking
0: episode Thank you so, so much for tuning into our 30th episode. We are amazed, astounded, inspired, and in awe that folks like you have listened to us for 30 damn episodes. It's folks like you that keep the TTRPG community and creators like us alive and inspired and doing the thing we love to do every single day. So thanks for tuning in. Thanks for laughing with us. And thanks for being a part of our story. We can't wait for you to see what comes next.